Welcome to the City of St. Catharines Express Venue. If you know the extension of the person you are calling, please enter it now. Please enter the... Diddly-ho, neighborinos! Welcome to episode 12 of the Sound STC podcast. I am your host, the abominable flow man, Mr. Jacob Bergsma. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a great show. I'm just going to come out and say it just like that. Lots has happened since we spoke last. The St. Catharines Arts Awards, and uh, Chris covers that in this episode. We've got uh, Aaron Berger has a show coming up in St. Catharines. We're going to talk about that. Mr. Danny Fast is on the panel today with us. We've got a, a new three out of Matt, actually, prepared our three out of four for this week. First time ever. And other than that, well, you know how it is. We're going to have a super fantastic time. So how about this? Crank open the windows, turn up the volume, Add us to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and let's get this show a roll. Uh, 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 open up your ear holes and get ready for something on the radio. All oh, this is, this isn't the radio. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, everybody. This is Matthew Charles Patrick Murphy. And this is what's new. Um, I recently found out I get to play the Edmonton Eskimos uh, season opener, and that happens uh, June 25th. So I'm sorry, and this is embarrassing, but what sport is that? C- oh, CFL. Oh, whoa. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Jacob, awesome. come on. You didn't I am know sorry. That I'm sorry. I, I apologize before I even started. I, that's really cool, though. And it's you, you versus know. the Eskimos. Yeah, so basically what happens is we play halftime, and then we have to play them for the second half. So, yeah. You just take over I, for the other team. I think I might get crushed. I don't even know who they're playing either. No way. Once you get all the pads on, you'll be fine. <laughs> Are you guys going to have, like, honorary members of the band to fill the spots there? I don't I, I don't know, man. I don't know. All, yeah, I, Scott. all I heard was uh, eight minutes, three songs, fly out and play them. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm totally fine yeah, with that. No need to continue reading this email. Yeah. Yeah. It's done there deal. Done deal. Uh, and then other than that, I've been getting a ton of new tracks from the band, uh, USS, who I play with, and getting back behind the kit again, which feels really good. Um, so yeah, I just got tons of shows coming up. We do Germany eventually. We do. We have a random Red Deer show with Moist uh, next, oh, next wow. month. So... You know, it's starting to fill up again, and it's looking good. I wonder how Moist is going to do coming back now, especially that people have identified that that's not a favorable word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, isn't that like a word that most females hate hearing? Well, I said to my girlfriend, Cassandra, I was like, oh, weird, we're playing Red Deer with Moist. And she, all she did was go, ew. (laughs) And I'm like, don't you remember Moist? And she's like, stop saying it. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like... Yeah, we'll see what happens with Moist that. Moist was a great band, though. That'll be a cool show. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Like I grew up listening to Moist. Oh, it's grossing <laughs> me out now. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all that's new with me, Danny, who is uh, filling in on this podcast. What's new with you, Hello. buddy? Hello. Uh, well, I'm engaged. If you didn't know that. Oh, oh congrats. Yes, thank you, congrats, thank you. Yeah. Uh, my fiance got uh got a new place. I'm still living with my parents, but my fiance got a new place. Uh, kind of in between Fairview Mall and downtown here. Oh, I know that. That's area. the best area. That's I where know Jacob. That area, yeah. That's where Jacob lives and where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. So uh, I'll be moving in there once 
Hitched. Is it closer to the Fairview which, side or which closer street? to the downtown side? Uh, Kernahan. That's off Russell. Yeah. I used to live on Kernahan. Nice. So that oh, is what, a what number? Circle. Classic. 22 Kernahan. What? Is that the house? Uh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Got me there, though. Uh, wow, so, crazy. yeah, we we're setting up there and we had a, a shower. So that was fun. Got presents. It's weird getting presents when you feel like the whole party's about you, right? It's like a uh-huh. birthday party that's gone way too far. Yeah, and with all the enthusiasm that you used to get as a as a child having a birthday party, yeah. right? Because you don't get that a lot with and our your, birthdays. And your grandma's age. still get, like taking pictures and giving you flowers and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I'm also... Starting up, this is very exciting for for me because I'm kind of obsess- obsessing about it. Um, starting up uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, for teens. Uh, my fiance Carissa uh, works at the Fort Erie Public Library, so she's got me all doing all these kind of things during the summer. And uh, what I'm really looking forward to is D and D, and basically we're trying to get all these teens to show up at the library every Thursday. And, I'll be the dungeon master. Now I was going to say, are you the master? Oh, I'm the dungeon master. Yeah. And I'm building the story and I'm building yeah. this world. Are you going like to do voice characters? I might do. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll end up. Be, I'll end up doing voices. And What's like, your dungeon master voice like? Is Or is that a voice? Or is it um, it's usually your, your real voice, but then you could do like, say like a wizard, like, you kids get out of here. <laughs> I still think the best thing I ever saw with that was uh, Big Bang Theory did an episode, obviously, about Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, Wallowitz did all these voices for all the different characters, but they're all famous movie celebrities. So, like, Nicolas Cage was the Enchanted Tree. Hi. And, like, you know, so That's you don't have to go idea. that far, but it'd be kind of just funny if you were good at impersonating people to throw them into the mix. So. Well, it's, it's always interesting, like, if you're trying to think of, like, characters, like, you know, you got to create all these NPCs, non-player characters, to be in there, and then you can base them off of, you know, Jack Nicholson or whoever. That's yeah. a pretty good idea. So I've been hearing more that. about uh, Dungeons and Dragons recently than I have, like, in a while. Would you say that it's becoming even more, like, is it, ha- is it getting another wave? Is it becoming popular again? Uh, more popular well, than it Well, I, I just started getting into it over the past year, so maybe I'm, I'm kind of in that wave, perhaps. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like it's cool to be a nerd now, almost. You know, right. especially the younger crowd, where it's becoming more accepted to to have your passions and your nerdery like <laughs> exemplified, and you know uh, that kind of thing. But yeah, well, it definitely has a huge comeback as far as even just like the sort of quote-unquote nerd aspect, because we were talking about magic earlier, and like those tournaments are million-dollar tournaments now. Like what? Yeah, if wow, you can be the man. top magic player in the world, you get a ton of cash out of it. You I, get competed, these, I competed. I competed in one of those ones. In a magic tournament? Imagine all the cards you could buy oh, with a wow. million dollars. Look at him hiding his nerdoriety there, man. <laughs> He's just like chilling nuts. I didn't, I didn't play in the million dollar tournament. I went into the invite to the million dollar tournament tournament. Whoa. So I play in the regionals here in Toronto. And if you would have won the regionals, you would have had the opportunity to play in the million dollar game. Exactly. Whoa! Wow. Man. Where was That's that? That's pretty cool. Where where was it that I don't know I don't know most like when they started it was mostly just Europe somewhere like Amsterdam or or somewhere in the states No I mean like where do you go to do that tournament Oh he wants it Oh somewhere in (laughs) Toronto I don't really remember It was just 
regionals. Magic okay. The Gathering. No, it was a brick wall down an alleyway, and you had to say <laughs> I, a specific phrase, and all of a sudden a magical door opened. So yeah. imagine if they started doing magic in school. You don't have to do like sports. You're forced you to learn, do like. You learn good school, good skills out of card games. Yeah, it's true. Strategy, math. Math, addition, yeah, subtraction, hand-eye coordination. You got to hold those things in your hands, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, that's pretty much what's up with me. What's up with you, Chris? Well, I always, I feel like lately I've been bringing in uh, parking stories. So I got, <laughs> I got another uh, parking ticket, and this one was for just leaving my car outside downtown between three and six a.m. Oh, this wasn't in the same spot as last. last no, last time was outside of my parents' house. Right. This time was downtown overnight. This this is the law that we've been talking about yeah, throughout it, all these episodes. And I got I got hit with it again. So let's do the checklist here. How long was it there? I left it there at six o'clock, and I went and checked on it at nine a.m. Okay. Was it in like a an area where you have to pay for the parking or, or anything yep, like that? Right in front of the Niagara Center. Okay. Yeah, but at that point. Like you, you wouldn't have had to pay for parking. This is that overnight, right, exactly. Three a.m. till six a.m. Yeah. Here's your thirty dollar ticket. Even though in the bylaw it specifically states you're supposed to get one written warning and then the ticket. But the two people that I know that have gotten it, Chris, and then our friend who also works over at Merchant, yeah, Steve, Steve. Steve came he, and talked on the podcast. There was no it. warning. There was. It was just like here's your Chichikars. ticket. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of stupid, you know. You should be able to park overnight downtown of St. Catharines. Well, maybe not like, thirty bucks. Know, maybe you know, it's twelve a, bucks, and so, you just accept it. There's so many parking spots here. Like, how can you ex- expect people not to park overnight? Can you park in uh, those big, big build? Yeah, yeah. You got to pay a fee though. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like monthly. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I always like to bring in the, the good parking story. Other than that, I've been uh, bring it to the city. <laughs> been uh, moving into uh, the sound headquarters here. We got the banner up and everything. That's right. Table this is, well, doing yeah. the podcast. Nice. Pretty cool. Quality we should table. mention. We should mention. We're at the sound headquarters doing yeah. this podcast tonight. I don't think anyone said that For yet. For the first so. time, we're overlooking the beautiful streets of downtown St. Catharines. Oh, that beautiful runt mural. But speaking of beautiful St. Catharines, I've only been here since the beginning of June. I've already filed a police report. I saw a guy zip tied being arrested by officers right outside the door. Wow. And then I had some detectives come by looking for somebody. No, Did you fit the description? <laughs> no. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of lovely downtown, I got to go to the Arts Awards on Saturday. That was really cool. They did a great production. Great production. Um, and we have Rebecca Can called in and uh, told us a little bit about it and how they felt about it. We'll play that later. Did you win? And I did not win. That's okay. I know, it was okay. I was kind of bummed out for a moment, but then, you know, nice to be nominated at least. Yeah. Recognition. Yeah. Recognition. You're doing a good job. Thanks, buddy. And that's all for what's new with me. We'll go over to Jacob now. Uh, yeah, it's been an awesome time. My brother, uh, Avram. Congratulations, by the way, Danny. My brother, Avram, uh, is getting married. And, nice. Uh, congrats. Yeah, is, yeah, is, is stagging. Have you had your stagging dough yet? Uh, well, we're not doing stagging dough. No, okay. Well, he had his at uh, Rombie's, and uh, it was one of the, you know I don't really, it's the North End, right? So I don't really get an opportunity to get out there. Great for bar, super great bar. Surprisingly, really great bar. Yeah, wow. I had their their tacos, and they were they were effing fantastic. Tacos. I was really surprised. They had a buffalo chicken wrap. It was also great, but also they're a they huge make one support. of the, one of the best wings there, the Wolverine. And that's a wing-like flavor? Yeah. I don't even, I haven't even tried that yet. 
I'm excited. I'm, I'm sold on Rombies, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They're, they have such community involvement, too. Like, there's so many different teams listed there. They uh, they must have hand in every sport that's going on. It's, it's crazy. Huh? Awesome spot in the North End. Check them out. Uh, other than that, though, uh, um, uh, what's going this on? This podcast is sponsored by Rombies. <laughs> that's Rombies. Free stuff, please. Yeah. Yeah. Rombies. Give, some, Give some tacos. Wings. We want to eat them tacos. Wolverine wings, yeah. yeah. Um, a new Hurricane album finally dropped. Guys, did you listen to it yet? Yeah, of course. Nice. The other two are silent, but I listened to it. <laughs> I have, right. hey, I'm just I've been guess. stuck on one record lately. The Hurricane record. Awesome. Not, Happy yeah, to hear it. So. <laughs> not the Hurricane record. I'm sorry, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, check it out. It's great. It's going great. We started uh, doing shows. We did Hamilton and uh, the Milton Street Fest, which was a uh, daytime show. So a little bit different, but it's going well. A great response outside of uh, uh, current company. Um, <laughs> and, um, also, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but The Joy of Painting Bob Ross is on Netflix. And oh. I'm sorry, that's why I was late today, because I just threw on the first episode just to kind of like see how it was going. I love Bob Ross. And yeah, it's mesmerizing. Oh, Those happy trees can keep me like just happy like a baby for hours on end, I assume. Yeah. So far, one episode. And these are new episodes, really. not. No, 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 no. These are classics, my man. All right, yeah, Pete. Bob Ross died, so <laughs> I don't know how he would do new episodes. Yeah, but true. It you can't see difficult. it. I can't see it, but that I'm crossing myself right now. Oh, he is uh, just an amazing. He's an amazing painter, and as an adult, I guess I get to, I get to see it from a different perspective. He's an amazing painter, and he and, and what's super special about him is he really does make it look so easy. Like he makes me yep. feel like oh, I could totally paint happy little trees, and it would look great too. Which I'm going to try, but I'm guessing will not turn out nearly as great. I I just wanted to say one thing with Bob Ross, because I grew up watching him Uh on TV, like actually on TV when he was still around. And it's like, it's not only just, uh, you know, a tutorial on art. It is its own philosophy segment. Tutorial on life. It's Yeah, it's literally like... Just be happy. You want a little happy cloud there? Put a little happy cloud in because it makes you happy. Oh, yeah. No, you want more clouds? Ever. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. too. Dude. Whatever you want. I think yeah, it'd be really disturbing clouds. if one of the episodes was just him painting, like, horrible thunderstorms <laughs> and hurricanes. and like The pain. The pain of yeah. painting. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's I'm stoked it's on Netflix is all I want to say about that. So, and, you know, it's old, but I'm happy to say that that's what? that's what? Sugar, more bricks than a factory built in the late 50s. And with these chips, it 
Hey, this is Steve at the Merchanel House. We'll see you soon for a pint. Hi, this is Pam from Gwen's Tees. It's KW with Rescue Dogs. Come visit us at 201 St. Paul Street, right on the corner of St. Paul and James. Hey, folks, this is Trevor Twining from Cowork Niagara, home of Niagara's independent workforce. Hey, it's Nicole at Small Batch Company, and you're listening to the Sound STC podcast. Y'all ready for that good stuff? A one. Yeah. A two, oh, two, a, a one, one, a, a two, two, a three, a four. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the Sound STC podcast. Coming at you every two weeks right here on the table. So this is Chris here. As you may have remembered from what's new, I mentioned that I was nominated for an Arts Award. That happened this past Saturday. And I was extremely honored to be part of the competition that was up for Art Awards with all these extremely talented people. And I just wanted to get... For those of you that don't know about the St. Catharines Art Awards, I wanted you to hear it from the organized perspective and how they thought the awards ceremony went down. So I reached out to Rebecca Can from the City of St. Catharines. She helped put the Arts Awards on, and she had some great things to say to us. Um, here's Rebecca. Uh, we were thrilled. We just uh, thought the a night went amazingly well. We loved the performances. They were really, they just got better and better as the night went on, and uh, we... I think the arts, the arts community and arts patrons who were there in attendance had a wonderful time. We're really excited to have Ed Bertinsky attend the event and he was able to accept his Lifetime Achievement in the Arts Award in person and it just, it was fantastic. It's a very special night. It's a real opportunity for us to showcase the amazing talent that we have in our community and say congratulations and thank you to all of the amazing artists that we have working in St. Catharines. Yeah, now that the Arts Awards are under wrap, uh, what do you think people can expect from the next event, next year's Art Awards, now that you've kind of raised the level of production to the point where it's kind of outstanding? Well, uh, you know, one of the exciting things about the Arts Awards is that Next year's event depends entirely on the nominations that the community submits to us. So every year we create our talent and put on stage uh, some of the nominees that are uh, um, submitted uh, for our jury's consideration. So one of the really cool things about the Arts Awards is that we have no idea what next year's going to look like. <laughs> so, and we really, until the night of, we don't know what the show is going to be like but I have to say we've done this now for four years and every year it just gets better and every year we are find ourselves totally surprised by the passion and professionalism and enthusiasm that emerges on stage and I have to say Chris one of the things that's really cool about the Arts Awards is that in our experience, what we're seeing is that everybody has a good time. We talk a lot about the fact that it's not just about the people who actually receive the awards, it's about all of our nominees. And we every year we hear back from all of our nominees that they have a fantastic time whether they are walking away with an award or not. So it's one of the things we love about it, and it's just a great way to say thank you to everyone. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you being on here with us. If you want to see the full list of recipients for 2016 St. Catharines Art Awards, head over to stcatharines.ca, and you'll find it there. The Sound STC Podcast.
Guys, welcome back. I am sitting down. I'm privileged to say it myself. I've had a chance to uh, to catch up with some of the things that he's been doing recently. Admittedly, it wasn't even that long ago that I got to know you, but he's standing right in front of me right now. We're going to get down and dirty with uh, a show that's coming up. Mr. Arrowberger, what the friggin' heck is up, my man? Jacob, thanks so much for having me on. It's true. It's only a few months ago that Jim Fannin introduced us. So That was the link right there. Hashtag right. Niagara Rocks, right? You said it. <laughs> One of the things that was, uh, uh, I thought that I knew you, and this is a story I don't even know if I've had a chance to share with you yet, but when I heard your name the first time, I was like, Aaron Berger, that must be the, the guy that used to go as Old Dirty Burger. It must be the same guy. <laughs> and I just kind of like, I, I convinced myself of that and went on living. Like as if that was the truth. <laughs> and it wasn't until somewhat recently that I realized that that so is not true. I, I, I don't know who old Dirty Burger is. He's another guy that went by Burger, and he also played acoustic guitar. He, like, you know, not there that long ago. There were similarities of name and music. Similarities, you know, same instrument and stuff like that. Uh, very different tunes. And as soon as I started listening to your tunes, it was very, it was pretty, unless, of course, there was, like, a huge change that took place <laughs> the last five years. Totally different dude. And a, a, an extremely unique style. Awesome tunes that you have. Um, how long have you been making music? This is a good question. I would say that, shockingly to me, it's been something like 15 years. Okay. Um, I started in high school, so I had some friends there, Nathaniel Gould and C.D. Onofrio, friends that are still collaborators now, and we were both starting to write songs around the same time, and was very blessed to kind of come into a circle of musicians and songwriters there. Where we learn together. Oh, and, uh, absolutely! Yeah, and you can the, bounce ideas off each other. You guys can, uh, you know, teach each other the ropes. Exactly. And Nathaniel, he was a little more advanced. So, CD and I, when we first started, we sucked so bad that we tried to jam once with Nathaniel, and we couldn't even jam at all. Like get through any of a song because Nathaniel was drumming, and we couldn't keep time at all. Right. So yeah, we we really sucked, and he was a little more advanced. So, over the years, very blessed to have a lot of uh, musical mentors and teachers that had a lot of experience and teachings that they shared with me. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, and it shows. Uh, you know, you have a few projects that I've become aware of, but one of the songs that seems to be really uh, striking a chord here in St. Catharines is a tune that I became privy to not that long ago. Actually, I even saw it performed live and in the Soil Festival. The song in St. Catharines. <laughs> the namesake. I, I don't know about I don't know if this is obvious to you, but I'm a really big fan of St. Catharines, man. You're you're fired up about St. Catharines. We we share we share a love of the city of St. Catharines. There's a, our first common bond, the first of many that I'm sure we're going to showcase right. here today. But uh, something that we've been wondering on this podcast, and something that I've been wondering personally. Yeah. Hey, do you mind if we play that song? Like, is it all right if we use that song in this podcast? I mean, it's so hand Absolutely. in hand. It seems very, it's it's right on the, it's on the money. It Absolutely. Is. Bang on, man. Right on the money. I, w I would be honored for you to play the song. And I'm a fan of what you're doing and very appreciative of the platform that you're giving to not only myself, but many different artists here in St. Catharines. Hey, I, I appreciate that. And you know what? Let's, 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 let's uh, put our money where the mouth is, where our mouths that's not the right expression. Put, put our put our money put put the money put, put the money where the put the money, money is. the money in the mouth and the mouth and the money there. <laughs> Let's give the people what they want. Let's listen to this tune right now. Are you down for it? Let's do it. Aaron Berger in St. Catharines. Let's give it a spin.
raining so hard that night that my mom couldn't even see where she was going and she intuitively drove to Niagara Falls and left her car running. She approached a boy who was working for the Parks Commission and said, I need your help. My son's coming to jump the falls and no sooner had she said this than I, I ran directly into her. Welcome back to the Sound STC podcast. What you just heard right there was a clip from the video Back from the Brink showcasing a show that uh, our guest here today, Mr. Aaron Berger, has been doing and uh, is doing again very soon right here in St. Catharines. Actually, there's a show today, Friday, June 9th at 8 p.m. at the Pearl Company in Hamilton. 
correct? That's right. And then you have a show uh, here in St. Catharines. A lot of people might have had an opportunity to see it already because it was one of the big shows at in the Soil Festival. If you didn't have a chance to, or even if you want to see it again, uh, this Sunday at Mate, we're gonna you're gonna be doing Back from the Brink again. That's right. It made its debut performance at In the Soil, and there were a bunch of friends who weren't able to make that show, and that was part of the inspiration for wanting to do another local showing. Great. And you have some uh, some friends out as well, right? It's a matinee show. Starts at 1 p.m. Uh, Anthony Sweet, I see, is on the bill. That's right. The, the, the sweetest man in St. <laughs> Catharines, the most genuine and earnest. He's a real beautiful person. So, yeah, Anthony Sweet is going to be playing some music. There's a post-show concert. And also my crew with the Perpetual Peace Project is going to be holding down a big jam there as well. The Triple P's. If you guys ever wanted to start a Perpetual Peace Project like Rap Crew, just go to Triple P. Please, just call yourself Triple P if, if that ever happens for whatever reason. I'll, I'll, I'll let the group know that that's been put in motion. It's just a suggestion, you know, just throwing it out there, just spitballing, just throwing it around, you know. <laughs> so Back from the Brink, uh, a, a great show it, and something that uh, I think maybe warrants a little bit of explanation because it's not just a, a musical experience, it's, it's a story. And, and it's your story, and it's put to music, but also it's directed by, and I noticed this in the credits here today, it's directed, directed by Wes Berger. So what's going on there? That's not your name. Your name's Aaron. <laughs> That's right. You're on the scent there, detective. So Wes is my Wes is my older brother. He's seven years older than me, and uh, he was a big inspiration as far as my artistic path because he studied theater at Brock. And when he was there, we would read his scripts. So I would have been maybe 12 or 13 at the time, and I loved doing that. And eventually, I ended up taking that same program there at Brock and studying theater there. Right. And then things kind of coming full circle with this show, it felt uh, something. I felt very called to work with Wes because I, I really trust him and he's really skillful as a director. So I felt the real call to collaborate with him on this piece. Um, and I had done initial work with Monica Dufault, who runs Essential Collective Theater Company here Great. in St. Catharines. And Great. she was the one to take this from the dream stage um, into something that I could bring to schools. That was part of the original vision of this. So as far as this project is concerned, how many, how long have you been working at it? Yeah, so I started last spring and Monica and I met for a few months and then I had my first gigs in May of last year on a couple of First Nations reserves on the, the east coast of Canada. Sheshashi and Natyashi. So May of 2015 would have been some of my first gigs with this and then starting work in last spring. And now June of 2016, you had a chance to refine it. It's now, uh, it's turning into this big spectacle. And I, I guess it's it's kind of hard to explain, but for those that just have no idea and, and haven't seen the video, haven't heard the tunes, haven't had a chance to come out and see the experience, what, what can they expect when they come out to see Back from the Brink? Well, I guess they can expect to see something that maybe they haven't seen before as far as the weaving of some of the spoken word text with uh, some of the underscoring music or actual performance of the songs as well. So hopefully they experience something that is engaging to them, that keeps their attention, and also something that uh, that feels genuine and authentic to them as far as the expression that's made. 
That was a really, you know, I had a hard time even asking the question because I figured it was so difficult to explain. But you nailed it, man. You articulated <laughs> that great. Uh, for those that want to get hyped about it, man, they're out there, they're listening. Maybe they can't make it to Hamilton, but they want to come out on Sunday and see the show. Where can we, like, where can we check out the videos? Where can we hear the songs? Where can we get stoked about this? Sure. So the video they can check out on YouTube, Back from the Brink. And then I have a website, my name, AaronBerger.net. B-E-R-G-E-R and the video's there also but my music they can check that out if they want to download it or listen to some of my songs there it is and, and, and on a side note isn't it difficult having Berg in your name and it's not spelt with a U there you go with another connection hey there the we go connection. man long list of them I'm sure <laughs> Well, there it is, guys. Aaron Berger with Back from the Brink. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's happening tonight, Friday, June 9th at 8 p.m. at the Pearl Company in Hamilton and on Sunday at Mate Cafe right in downtown St. Catharines, a matinee at 1 p.m. Uh, check them out online, AaronBerger.net. And that's Berger with a B-E-R-G-E-R. Um, and, uh, and, and come out to the show. We'll, we'll see you guys there. Aaron, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Jacob. Oh, friggin' shit, yeah, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Niagara's own camper right here in St. Catharines at Detour Music Hall. We but we we love we love you though at the sound. Yo 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 yo. This is Mike Will. I'm Eric E-Rock. And we're from the Rogue Collective. And you've been listening to the Sound STC. Yeah. Too sweet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Danny Thank you. So this is Chris Illich here with Danny Fast. Uh, I'll just take that one over after that uh, ridiculous <laughs> intro to that. It was beautiful. Segment. Thanks, Danny. I thought journey. I was pretty on point. Anyways, so awesome. we have Danny Fast on the, the show. Dan does comics for the sound. He's done them for 
a long time. Mm-hmm. And Danny used to live here in St. Catharines, and you moved away to Kitchener, and now you're back here in town. What what kind of like brought you back? Uh, don't say a job. Like, what inspires you now that you're back? Uh, what brought me back? A car. Oh, uh, you traveled by car? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as I mentioned before, I'm engaged. My fiance got a job here at the 40. Oh, I shouldn't have fiber. said don't say a job. Damn. Well, it was a job. So that's great. That's great. That's refreshing. Normally, opportunity here. Yeah, opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I really wanted to come back to Niagara as well. You know, I, I born and raised here, I went to Brock and it, it, fe- it feels good to be around familiar sites again and be around familiar people. Like I, I worked at Pats Entertainment for like eight years and nice. I and bought many CDs off. Yeah, there. I could see, well, I could see your DVD and VHS wallet. I'm sure they got some more if you want to buy them. Um, they but, don't sell VHS tapes anymore. No, they, they don't, don't sell VHS no. at all. No, it's a shame. Well, they might have a little bit if you ask. Well, or anyways, I'm gonna ask. By the way, now do it. Sure. Now that's something that I should bring you in for it, to see if you can get us in the back room. It feels it feels weird that they would stop selling VHS because we tried to get them to stop selling VHS for the longest, longest time, but they would just not let it go. So maybe they might have some kicking around. Well, VHS is the cool new thing. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I don't know if your vantage point uh, tells you that, but if if that's a cooler thing, then you're a pretty cool dude. <laughs> I feel like VHS for uh, Chris might be the worst idea ever. Because I think I, I, think I, I texted I, Matt that yesterday. I constantly imagine just like, hey, we haven't heard from Illich in a couple days. <laughs> and he's buried under of all of his VHS tapes with his cell phone just out of reach. Because Seymour you, Skinner style? Yeah, he literally has thousands of VHS. They're not thousands. If I you need to get rid of them. That, that's about a thousand. If you need to get rid of them, I'll, I'll take them off your hands. I know I have some doubles in there. Now seeing oh, them, yeah? I've never really seen them all together at once. Bill and Ted's so Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You know, the I just two got I'm looking for most right Adventure now. on DVD. I don't have How many Jeremy Maguire do you have? I think I don't have any. Actually. Wow. Okay, so I saw this art project online. I think it was an art project that was basically like buy it was encouraging other people to buy all the jerry Maguire vhs tapes that they could and send them to wherever they were in california and they would just take all these massive pictures of like all these jerry Maguire vhs i'm tapes. checking that out because that I, I, you see it at that in titanic you see it everywhere. everywhere yeah yeah and then too. and then i went to that entertainment it's like oh my god we have seven jerry Maguires here i so want to buy these but it's just like i gonna I think we got off topic here. A little bit. So what excites you to be back here? You know, you said you like seeing familiar faces and things. And like, um, is there any one thing that kind of sticks out in your mind that's like, because I feel like, you know, we've lived here. We've kind of seen what's going on here in St. Catharines. Right. And maybe we don't appreciate it as much because we've just, it's just become like kind of a thing we're getting used to. Right. So it was interesting going away and then coming back and seeing not huge changes, but well, I guess substantial changes because of the uh, um, Meridian Building and the the arts school down here. So that that was that was a pretty big change. Like, wouldn't you have loved to go to art school down here? I would have, I would have, I totally would have. It would have been great. I mean, not that that Brock was was horrible, although we did get like pushed off into the little corner where. Yeah, you're in the basement. 
Uh, we were I remember in, we were in theater East, was down East there. Academic, oh, yeah. Which is over across the street. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, where, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had some seminars out there. Yeah. Yeah. Where they. Yeah. Anyways, this it wasn't bad, but uh, yeah. They got a huge space now. That would have been great. And they have a great name. They call it Muthuspa. So, Danny, what what did you graduate at Brock for? Uh, visual arts. And you've carried on your craft, right? I've you're carried still, on. You're still a visual artist? Yes. Um, so you do paint nights. I do paint nights, yes. So, do you want me to tell you about paint night? Yeah, what a paint <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, I've never I been will. to a paint night, Anyone? but I've seen the pictures, so I have a... I have an understanding. I tried to put up some flyers downtown, but I think they got ripped <laughs> ripped down or blew away. Uh, paint night is basically a night where a bunch of people just show up to a restaurant or bar. Uh, you buy tickets online, and uh, basically within two hours, I instruct people how on how to paint a specific painting that like is predetermined. So usually it's like. Uh, an outdoorsy scene. Or Are we like talking like flowers. an episode of Bob Ross almost? This is pretty much. It's pretty much exactly like Bob Ross. Oh, I have a Bob wow. Ross cutout, and <laughs> it is basically like. Uh, it's kind of like drinking and painting. It is drinking and painting. That's exactly what it is. Nice. That sounds like uh, a good time. It is. It is a good time. Uh, I try to make it as fun as I can. I try to throw some jokes into there. I try to like entertain people and like pump the jams. I like how you kind of dance when you said entertain people right there. Like, that's that's how I, I entertain like people. It's, uh, I just... Painting and flash dance all in one. So. Uh huh. And I like yeah, slight karaoke, just to just to keep people on. Keep their the feet. creative juices yep. flowing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and the alcohol helps with that. So. Uh, but yeah, it's basically for beginners. Um, typically, ladies age from twenty to. 50 are the the main demographics um not a lot of men not a lot of men a lot of usually men on on dates that's where you'll find them or if they're out with like their family that kind of thing uh but the no single guys come out to paint night um it sounds like it might be a great place for a single guy to go though you know what i yeah like some (laughs) some of my friends Some of my friends have said, like, oh, maybe I should go meet some ladies. And I'm like, yeah, come out. I mean, I don't understand. I guess I understand why it's mainly ladies. But I feel like, hey, I'm a guy. I like painting. I like art. Why aren't there more guys coming out to this? Well, you're engaged as fuck, man. I feel That's like what you happens could, to guys you, like you. <laughs> I'm actually very interested about this paint night. So paint night is not something that you started on your own. This is a, no, this is a worldwide, worldwide franchise. Yeah, it's a franchise. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That that's something that you know you're interested in hosting that, so you can go and sign up, and half the legwork is kind of already done for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a good chunk of legwork is done. I mean, I'm not saying I I do. I, I'm saying I, I do a lot of the legwork, but uh, uh, yeah, all the events are up on the website, and uh, we're doing Zapata downtown St. Catharines. Nice. Mexican food's my favorite kind of food. Yeah. So that's one of the newest places. We also uh, got another newest place is Small Talk Vineyards. We just did there uh, a week ago. Uh, Shiny apple cider too. Right? Yes. Same place. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but then there are also other places like we go down to Fort Erie, go down to Grimsby, Niagara Falls, all over. Get to see the, Ni- the Niagara region a lot. It's it's. I went to Welland. Really cool. I went to Welland for the first time. I, for a paint night. Yeah, for a paint night. Cheers. 
And so where else can we see some of your original paintings and works that you've done other than from old back issues of the sound? Yeah, well, if you want to see any comics, uh, you can check out uh, the sound. I think I started in the first, uh, the second, the second. Yeah, the second, second issue. One. Yeah. And it's always said there for more, you can check out Danny Fast. Yeah, uh, uh, DFast, DFast.ca. Oh, yeah, so if you want to see anime work, or if you want to see more comics, or any graphic work that I do, uh, you can check out DFast.ca. Um, I'm starting to do these things now uh, called, uh, well, they're adult coloring pages, and basically the gist of it is that they're custom, and you send me any pictures, like any photographs you've taken, uh, you and a friend, or maybe you want one of your parents, or something like that, or maybe some people are getting married, and you want a picture of the the lovely couple, and so you send me this picture, and I turn it into uh, an adult coloring page, and I can put like a funky background in there, and uh, send the file back over to you, and you can print it out as many times as you want, and I don't know, might make a good gift at a wedding or or birthday or something like that. Just something neat and customizable for people to have. Also, these things called uh, these things called friend doodles, where people it's kind of the same thing, but it's a uh, it's just basically a custom digital illustration. So I do these all on my computer with uh, tablet pen, Photoshop, and Illustrator, and that's what I prom- primarily do. I don't really do too many uh, paintings uh, on my own, which, but I might get, start getting to that. Uh, and then I just make illustrations whenever I'm inspired, trying to catch some sort of uh, pop culture wave. I did one of Game of Thrones after one episode. It reminded me of Star Wars. Yeah, that one blew up on Reddit, right? Yeah. It you got a got, lot of recognition for that got, one. Um, I think it got... Well, I put it on Imgur and then I... Or Imgur. I don't know how to say that. I, and, uh, and then I put it on Reddit. Yeah, I got like... Oh, geez. I can't remember remember but at least a thousand upvotes on reddit and then on imgur it had like 124,000 views so that was like do you feel like that's one of those things where you kind of want to be like i should have uh put that up on etsy and taken orders yeah did you watermark it what's that did you watermark the image uh no i didn't ah bummer well i want I, i want people to see it like no, no, I completely agree with you to yeah. tell you the truth. I mean, you gifted something to the world by not watermarking yeah. it, right? And if you were to watermark it, of course, in retrospect, it's easy to look back and be like, ah, oh, damn, I could have got that recognition. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I but do people actually. people saw it. That's, yeah, so I, every once that's in a while really I'll cool. try to that's capitalize really cool. on something like that. That's really cool. That's a big, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a big deal. Well, that was Danny Fast, everybody. He'll be helping us out with event listings later in the show. Thank you. Thank you. Dfast.ca, right? Dfast.ca. Check it out. Hey, this is Chris from Mind Bomb Records, and you're listening to the Sound STC podcast. Oh, baby, you ain't Okay, so Matthew Charles Patrick Murphy here. I'm going to say my full name every single time because I really like it. Uh, I'm in charge of three out of four this week. Um, I struggled trying to narrow down what my subject was going to be. At first, I was like, oh, Beatles lyrics. There's so many Beatles lyrics, and they're crazy, especially during the drug days. You could probably say anything, and someone's going to think that that was a real Beatles lyric. A purple porcupine. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) 
And then I was like, well, maybe movie quotes. And I love Kurt Russell. So I was like, Kurt Russell has some pretty awesome B films. Maybe that. But then I was like, if no one knows any Kurt Russell films, it might fall short. The one thing I do know about all of us, maybe Danny the exception, because I don't know you that well yet, and you are drinking coffee, is that we all like to uh, partake in a tasty pint here and there. Mm. And the history of beer and specifically their slogans is extremely not marred necessarily but like there's some old school beer slogans that you could never get away with these days and i didn't want to go too far into the past because obviously you're going to know which ones are real and which ones aren't but three to four this week four beer slogans you guys got to guess and I'm going to tell you what the beer is, too, because originally I wasn't going to say what the actual beer was. I was just going to give you the slogan. But I feel like giving you the beer, it's not really going to affect anything. I think it's more important. Yeah, well, yeah. and it's kind of funny. It adds to the humor of it, right? So first and foremost, there is a, a delicious beer called Carlsberg. Mm. And at one point, their slogan was probably the best in the world. <laughs> So that's number one, Carlsberg. Are these uh, slogans like cherry pictures throughout time in general, or is throughout it throughout time, time in general? Okay. Like, like literally the history of beer. I mean, and did they sound confident when they said that, or did <laughs> well, they say? Well, they for say, the most part, um, three question I mean, marks at the end. It can all come from different mediums. So that was a print ad. No question marks though, right? No, I So just, it could I be probably say, the best beer in the world. You're already you're already like tearing apart my <laughs> my my like fakeness facade here. No, that's alright. That's the name of the game, yeah. man. Appreciate it. But oh yeah, so, we're picking it apart. So Carlsberg, probably the best beer in the world. That's number one. Number two, and I love this one. It's so great. Because most people will hate on this beer anyways. But Labat Blue, if I wanted water, I would have asked for water. So number two, Labatt Blue Labatt is the Blue. beer that's okay. I can see why they got. If rid of I that. wanted water, I would have asked for water. I think that's a great one. It's strong. It's a bold statement on Labatt's yeah. part for sure. Oh yeah, if you they drank, have, if they you have drank the delicious, they have the delicious flavored water, beer yeah. flavored water. Yeah. So number two was Labatt. So number three, Paps Blue Ribbon. Be a winner. Bring the family home a blue ribbon tonight. Paps Blue Ribbon. And this is of all time. So think, I know it says family in there, but like there were some really weird ads back in like the 50s, and like, 60s, 70s. Like even something like Paps, I think, was introduced in 1944. Yeah. Oh, it's Eight, old. 1844. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's old school. It's Bring been the family home. The so, Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon. Be a winner. Bring the family home a blue ribbon tonight. See, this one's hard because all of these companies have probably had thousands of slogans over the years yeah and the be a winner thing you know like it's the blue ribbon right obviously they're just trying to you know they're tying in the family thing to make it sound wholesome but it's the really the winning thing yeah yeah it's really dad's gonna get drunk on the case of pbr he brought home Uh but somehow you're a winner because you chose paps to get well and i feel like if you drink a case of pbr in your mind you're like i'm a winner Uh is it a play on bringing home the bacon yeah it's kind of it's sort of like that bringing home the blue, blue ribbon Okay, so then to, to try and speed this up a little bit, last but not least, and I used to drink this beer all the time when I lived in Belleville because I just thought it was hilarious and everyone loves a stubby bottle, but Red Stripe, and the, the, the slogan is, the beer 
in the short, stubby, ugly bottle. If ugly people stand next to a red stripe, they look beautiful. Hooray for beer! Well, that's a long one. You can't make that one up. <laughs> could, could you not, though? I don't know. Who knows? Red Stripe is from uh, Jamaica, Jamaica yeah. right? Jamaican, yeah. Yep, for sure. So do you want me to quickly go back through them? Or? Do it mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. so number one, Carlsberg. Probably the best beer in the world. Number two, Labatt Blue. If I wanted water, I would have asked for water. Number three, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Be a winner. Bring the family home a blue ribbon tonight. And then finally, number four, Red Stripe. The beer in the short, stubby, ugly bottle. If ugly people stand next to a red stripe, then they look beautiful. Hooray, beer. I think I'm pretty confident with my answer. <sighs> yeah, I was ready to take this one on uh, already, too. Yeah? How are you feeling, Danny? I don't know. Danny, I, Danny you want to start okay. it off? Well, if oh, you're uncertain. I don't know. I'm uncertain. Danny's a guest, though. Yeah, that's true. Manners, right? It would be uh, almost. It would be bad yeah. etiquette. And it would be our honor yeah. if you wanted to start the song. Uh, I will pass the courtesy on. Oh. Okay, so wow. I'll just I'll just go. I'm saying number two, Labatt Blue. If you wanted, if I wanted water, I just ask for water. Why that one? Well, I feel like the red stripe's the easy one, but I just I don't know. Why is the red stripe I, the easy one? Well, it's the easy target because that's such a long. You said like four word slogans, and then that one was. 20. So I feel like that that one's hard. I don't think you could make that one up. No offense to you, Matt. So I'm just going to go go ahead and say Labatt Blue. If I wanted water, I would have asked for water. I, uh, I'm pretty confident as well. And, and I think this might be the first time I'm going to agree with you, Chris. I'm going to go with number two. If I wanted water, I would have asked for it. I think that uh, the competition, like there could have been a time when the Bat Blue might have been considered the more uh, bold flavored alcoholic choice as far as our options were concerned on the market. But I just don't think that Molson would have ever been that bold with their uh, with their marketing choices. And so I just, uh, it smells like a, a stinky old Labatt Blue. But maybe Molson didn't own the Bat at that time. Possible. That's possible. I mean, it is all time. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is there something I'm missing here? Like I was, I was, okay. I don't want to say just because you guys said it that you're going to pick that one, but I felt like I was going to pick that one. Um, but like, is there some sort of like thing that I'm missing? Because it seems like it's just an insult to themselves. In a way, if I wanted water, I would have asked for water. Oh yeah, and, and I think the red stripes is way too self-deprecating. Well, if I could, if I could just give you a little bit of a cheat note on the Labatt side of it. Uh, again, print ad, it wasn't a Labatt beer in the ad uh, and that's the tag line. and i've been saying molson haven't i yeah you've been saying Labatt, molson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think that we we're stuck we can't change our vote so maybe danny might take well, something different and i'm not saying that's not one. that's not it i'm mm. just saying maybe maybe i just made up you what just, just referenced right an advertisement from the way <laughs> yeah, things have gone so far right either there. matt uh made this a little too easy or he's an effing genius <laughs> well maybe maybe since i'm the guest then i'll change my answer <laughs> Uh, I'll say I'll say the last one, just the red stripe, the red stripe with that paragraph long. Cause it's just so thing. long. The whole the yeah. Beer, I'll just go for the easy bait. The beer in the short, stubby, ugly bottle. If ugly people stand next to a red stripe, they look beautiful. Hooray, beer! Yeah, even like the third sentence in that paragraph of slogan <laughs> right there, like hooray for beer, is even like uh, questionable. The if you stand next to it thing, it's just like, oh, wow, what's going on? So I don't know. It it sounds like the least likely. And that's why I think it must be true. 
But you don't get to change your vote. I'm not doing it. So I mean, I wouldn't change Just you. me. So we got two. Okay. <laughs> we have two Labatt and one Red Stripe. Yep. I thought for sure you guys were going to go Carlsberg with the way I was saying it. Carlsberg, probably the best beer in the Nailed world. Nailed you on the question mark, man. Yeah, there is clearly no question mark. It's still a weak ad, though, to put that out. But that's a real ad. And I think that that is still their slogan. I feel like I've seen that I on think, a case of I don't think recently. they've changed it. I think that is. Yeah, for sure. Um, but why would you just want to be probably and not the well, best? Well, because it's humble. you can never you be wanna, the best. You don't want to get sued. What if one person, one beer is the best in the world? You can't really be like, I don't think you I ever am the that. best in the world. It's safe. I guess How many it's all very subjective, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah, and also, you know, if you say it the right way, it sounds impressive. Like if you were just to claim it the best beer in the world, it's like bullshit. But yeah. if I were to walk up to you and be like, probably the best beer in the world, it's a little bit convincing. Like, whoa, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and then might be like, be. is it really? And then I'd be like, well, I guess I'll buy it and try totally. it out that for sure. Thing, right? And to knock off a, a second one, so that was Carlsberg was legit. Um, <laughs> sorry, Danny, but Red Stripe. No. Yep, that red stripe ad is an actual YouTube ad that you can see. Well, I mean, you can see it on YouTube, uh, but it's an old ad from like the early 70s, late 60s. There's a ton more to it, but those were the taglines in it. Yep. Um, and it's the one of the funniest beer ads I've ever seen in my life. So get if you get a chance, go check out Red Stripe's like 1970 ad. Huh. So sorry. Unfortunately, it's you right. didn't get that it's one. Right. I guess I know what beer I'm buying next. Now, down between <laughs> Labatt Blue and the Paps Blue Ribbon, um, it's I thought I thought you guys would just be a little bit smarter on this one <gasps> because unfortunately, the Labatt Blue, I, if I wanted water, I would have asked for water, is a real ad. No! And any of you guys knowing me, you know I drink a stupid amount of PBR, so you should have just been yeah, like, but, of course he's going to make up a PBR what I, one. You know, you know, Matt, you, I spent a lot of time with you, and I feel like you just kind of flew me one over my head. Like, I would have never pegged you for being able to come up with something that clever. Yeah, for sure. And especially if you think back to, like, the old, like, older days, like, really quickly, a couple other mentions that I didn't get in there. Old Milwaukee tastes as great as its name. <laughs> Mackison Mac beer It looks good, it tastes good And by golly it does you good wow, right And then point. old school Dos Equis, Sooner or later you'll get it oh, And one of my favorites pretentious about that Hemling <laughs> Lager Give him a right good Hemling tonight what? <laughs> So unfortunately No points tonight guys Hats off to you, good sir. Great round. Thanks. Well, you know, it's beer. I know a lot of it. Uh, hi, this is Jerry from the Pisky Pie Company. Come on down and check us out for delicious handheld pies, weekend dinners to go, and some vegan options as well. And hot dogs, too. <laughs> Event listings. On Saturday, June 11th, Northern Primitive performs with Total Love and Big School at the wrong place in Welland, and I'm so stoked. I hope I hope I can get out to Dex. If I don't, I feel like I missed out. That's fair. That's fair. Well, the next night, I mean, go see that show, but the next night, CJ Ramon is going to be at Mikado's Sunday, June 12th. Why do I know that name? Is he a... Uh, oh, is he it's a... like he was in this like seminal punk band, I oh. guess. Yeah. He was in the Sex Pistols. Yes. Right. Yes. So yeah, right. CJ Ramon from the Sex Pistols. I'm just joking. The Ramones at Mikado's Sunday, June 12th. 
Then on Saturday, June 18th, we have... Are you guys ready for this? I don't know if you've heard about this yet. It's The Rogue Collective finally dropping the disc. The disc that... Can we eat some pies with them? We ate some pies, yeah. Yeah, We had some pies with them last. If you guys haven't heard some of the tracks, if you want to get excited about Saturday, June 18th, check out the last episode, episode 11 of the Sound STC podcast. And also, they're going to be doing that show with one of my good friends, Edwin Conroy Jr. Super stoked about this. The Merchant Ale House, Saturday, June 18th. Thursday, June 23rd, we have the Motor League playing at Detour. If anyone doesn't know, the Motor League, uh, East Coast, great band. Not quite full-on punk rock, but just great rock and roll, so definitely check it out. Matt, don't you have a good story about the Motor League that you want to share with us? No, I can't share it, What a tease. Yeah, we can't share that story. So, this is Chris. Danny. Matthew Charles Patrick Murphy. Jacob Andrew Bergsma. And we are so happy that you made it this far into our podcast. Like, thank you. Tonight we have TV Freaks from the rooftop at Knack on June 4th. on Facebook and, and on Twitter too. <laughs>